Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here with Stone Payton. And uh, Stone, this is one of my favorite episodes we do each month here. It's our special for women in technology. And it's the first one in 2019. I cannot think of a better way to kick it off than to have these two ladies here. This is going to be a lot of fun. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast board chair for women in technology Atlanta, Miss Patty Dismukes. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? Good, thank you. We're so glad to be here. Well, Patty, a lot occurred in 2018. Do you want to kind of update us on some of the highlight reel? Absolutely. We had just a great year. Um, I don't know if you know or not, but WIT has celebrated its 26th year in Atlanta. And we're just so proud of the growth. And, you know, with... uh, Everything, there's ebb and flow and really trying to meet the needs of, of the, the community. And we're so proud of our programs that we um, provide every year with uh, WIT Girls, our WIT Campus program, our forums. We have two very large events that were hugely successful this year, WIT Connect and WODI, our Woman of the Year. And in that particular uh, gathering, we highlighted and honored some of the most incredible female leaders in Atlanta. So very proud of the foundation of WIT being here for 26 years and the service we provide. Now, for people who aren't familiar with WIT and what they do, how in a nutshell have you kind of seen WIT evolve over these 26 years? Or I'm sure you, I don't know if you've been around I have. for the, the whole <laughs> journey, but... It's yeah. it's changed. The, I know the Atlanta community and the technology community has changed quite a bit over those times. Exactly. Twenty six years ago, when WIT started, it was all about you know group of women in technology just really meeting for dinner or drinks and saying you know how do we support each other? How do we understand what our careers can be in technology? Because if you'll remember, twenty six years ago, technology was the new thing, and people mm-hmm. were trying to figure out is it's going to hang around? Will there really be a future mm-hmm. in technology? Uh, and so it really became sort of a support organization. And um, we started pulling ideas together. And I think actually our first fundraiser was a, a, a fashion show, if you can imagine that. Uh, and, and then, but over time, we've really realized that there was such a need to have this sisterhood of community and great minds. And so it, it started out with. Um, kind of a group that suddenly other people wanted to be part of it. And then how can we bring value back to the community? And it wasn't just how can we bring value back to the other women, but how do we get companies involved? And suddenly we had CIOs saying, hey, I need to hire more women. Help me understand how to do this. And that was really where we realized then we've got something very special here. And it's almost like how do we groom women for advancement in technology. And so you think about some of the big events we started putting together like WIT Connect. And I know early in, you know, the early 2000s, the whole concept around that is come be part of this on a volunteer basis. And we're going to teach you how to project management, do project management. We're going to teach you about negotiation. We're going to let you understand how to network, how to be in front of executives, how to give your value proposition. And that just began to grow. Our motto now is we support girls from the classroom to the boardroom. And so we have programs and things in place that do that. And so we're very proud now to say we probably have over, 
I don't know how many members we probably have in Atlanta right now, probably 25,000. And, you know, women who come in and out at all different times. If you go home to some of our events, we probably have a thousand people at these events. At, at, and, and that's just, and we're limited because of space. Mm-hmm. So I think what that says is there's such a need for that. And when you talk to our clients like Coca-Cola, Mercedes-Benz, the, the, the companies who really support us, it's because they get so much value out of it too. So now, uh, w- when it started, how many women were kind of a part of the genesis of this? Was Probably it? about fifteen. So there was like fifteen wow. that just kind of, I guess, knew each other casually, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, you know." And at that time, uh, there you were there weren't that many women in that yeah. space, right? So you were kind of banding together, uh, just for like you mentioned, support and to kind of right. cheer each other on and give each other tips of how to navigate that world. Right. And then at some point, though, it expanded to, you know what, we have to teach young girls. I mean, you're dealing with, what is it, elementary, middle school, middle high school, school, middle school, high school, girls, college, um, to give them some tools so that they can navigate the waters and maybe mm-hmm. choose technology as a career. Because at some point in time, isn't it that women are self-selecting out of technology we're right. not sure why, but that's that occurs, right? Yeah, and a lot of it's you know family driven. They're you know around the children, family, husbands. Those are still things you know we we all deal with. But it's how do you drop out of the out of uh, your career and come back in, mm-hmm. and how do you keep your skill set sharp? And those are all things that we we talk about. How do we support that? Um, you know, I was lucky in my life that I was able to drop out for eight years and uh, you know stay at home. I chose it, right. and then was able to come back and in. Back in. Draw right. back in, but that was because technology offered me opportunity to do mm-hmm. that, right? And, uh, and and so I think that's something that we've just got to put that out there and get people to think very differently about that. And that's what we we, we always struggle and want to, <laughs> you know, to help get that message out. And 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 it's you know companies are. You know, when I talk to CIOs and talk to them about, you know, what are the things that really concern you and you're looking out, you know, for your strategic initiatives, it's always around talent. Mm -hmm. And I think our companies are thinking outside the box now about, you know, I've got to think differently about talent, too. So it's interesting that I I read an article today. Someone sent me an article about the women in their over 60 are the most powerful in their life they'll ever be. And it's so I think everybody's thinking about it's not. A retirement age anymore. It's not, you have to work this. It's not, this is the career path. Every woman can create that for herself. And I think that's a message that WIT's trying to put out there. And then career, just like talent is uh, in demand, but the careers are flexible now. And the, right. the, it isn't the, it isn't like your grandmother's career, mm-hmm. right? Like careers are now more pliable and they kind of adjust and morph to situations. Right. And technology's allowed that, right? right? And so that's the value and the beauty of being in the technology sector. And technology's in every company. That's the competitive differentiator with most companies. And so I, I think for it, and, and when we meet these young, I know Rachel will probably talk about that in a few minutes, but these young girls at WIC campus are just so impressive. I mean, they are coming out of high school, going into college and have clarity about what they want to do. And so the mentoring and coaching them and giving them direction and in, introducing them to the possibilities is really the exciting thing that WIC gets to do. So 
I hope that we're going to build on that, and we plan to, just to be a greater service to the young women who we're involved with at the different campuses here. Now, are you finding the young women um, kind of cynical, or are they, like, hungry for this as, like, a sponge to try to just kind of get every advantage and edge they can? I think they're hungry for it. I remember when we first started with 26 years ago, uh, there's two icons, two or three icons, actually, I think about, who were women who became really the first CIOs in Atlanta, Becky Blaylock, Sandy Hoffman, and Ann DeBeer. And they're rock stars. I mean, we're built on, you know, we're, we all grow on their shoulders. Sure. And to be able to, you know, there's still not that many female CIOs, uh, but, but women have gone into, you know, entrepreneur positions, uh, they own their own companies at greater numbers, moving up in the ranks, and, and just, you know, bring so much value to every company. So I, I think I think young college students want to hear those stories. You know, give me the visual, because they're visual, they're smart. Give me the path, show me the roadmap. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we can do. And then really... Um show them the impact that they can make by taking those steps. Exactly. And it's amazing. Uh, you know, Hunter Technical, we were able to uh, have a one-on-one, really get to know a scholarship recipient. We gave a scholarship for WIC Connect last year. She's a beautiful young girl, met her parents. She came to the office and graduating high school, and she wanted to go and be in security, technology security. I mean, she had it down what she wanted to do over the summer, you know, spent uh, a summer in a camp trying to, you know, understand more about security, that initiative. What she wanted to know from us is what kind of jobs can I have? What kind of companies would hire me? And we're looking at her like, oh, my goodness, every single (laughs) company who has a conversation with you is going to want to hire you. Bright, you know, brilliant, um, but again, needed that guidance, someone to guide her. So we're we're very much and stay in in touch with her. And we want to help her in her career and give Mm -hmm. her that kind of advice. And that's the thing. They don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. right, right. And then you kind of can provide that mentorship and the and even at the younger age where you can even give them the opportunity to job shadow they mm-hmm. can come and just see what it's like because in their head like we mentioned earlier they might think a job is something and then when they sit next to the person they yeah. realize hey this exactly. isn't the way I thought it would be or maybe it's better than the way they thought it would be exactly and I think because technology is so rapidly changing and titles and all the things that we thought were so important five years ago just aren't that important today. Mm-hmm. It's more about the accomplishments, the, the experience, experience the results, what you built, right. and the yeah. Those are the things that I think are really the 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 things they're looking for right now. So uh, tell us who you brought with you today. I have uh, probably a real star in our WIT organization, uh, Rachel Bagnell, and she runs our WIT campus program and has just done an incredible job. And I mean, we are so excited about what 2019 and beyond uh, just because of her leadership and guidance. Well, welcome, Rachel. Thank you. So tell us uh, what you've been up to there at WIT. So my primary role is as the senior director of WIT Campus, and that program covers over 10 different colleges and universities in and around Atlanta and also outside of Atlanta as far as actually Georgia Southern. Um, So we have quite a bit of outreach there. Each of those schools have a club on campus with their own executive board that, with our partnership, puts on programs for those. Like a WIT 
yeah. club. A WIT Campus uh-huh. Club, exactly uh-huh. what oh, it's cool. called. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, those young ladies are in some kind of STEAM-related curriculum, so science, technology, engineering, arts, or mathematics. And we always start with the T in STEAM with technology, mm-hmm. so they connect back to technology in one of their programs and what they're studying. And as members of that WIT Campus Club, they get exposure to education, Um, internships, scholarships, and also the companies that we partner with who have an opportunity to build relationships with those young ladies. So now, um, were you involved in the development of this initiative, the campus initiative? So the WIT Campus initiative has been in place for quite some time. However, we have substantially grown the number of clubs that we're involved in in 2018. So we had a few colleges that we had established clubs at, but we're able to more than double the number of colleges that we have established clubs at in 2018. So now when you establish a club at a a college, do you need kind of an ambassador or somebody to kind of take the ball at that? campus to run the club? Absolutely. Is, is that the challenge, I guess, to find that right person? Yes, it actually takes um, takes a village, so <laughs> to speak. Uh, so we have a relationship with at least one faculty member at each of those colleges and universities who serve as a faculty advisor for the WIT Campus Club. Um, and that faculty advisor, of course, that's in addition to their full-time job of right. being a professor. Yeah. So they are a wonderful partner and volunteer in helping support those young ladies. Uh, In addition to that faculty advisor, we have volunteers who form our WIT campus volunteer group. And each campus has a dedicated group of volunteers um, made up of two campus managers who maintain the relationship with the school. And then also a group of other volunteers um, called campus team members who help support that club. And the club itself establishes their own executive board. So um, they have a president and a vice president and a treasurer and a secretary um, that are all students. And it is technically a student-led club on, on those campuses. So now you give them a framework to work with, and then, uh, but it's their club. Absolutely. It is their club. Um, We have an established framework with them, and we work with them to bring in partner companies to help educate them on the different careers that are available out there and also help prepare them with um, skills and techniques that they can utilize in the real world. So our goal is to get them ready for the workforce. Mm -hmm. So now um, the mission of the club, though, is it's education and networking It's primarily educational and also exposure. So by exposure, I mean they get exposure to different career opportunities or options. So a lot of times those young ladies who get into um, technical-related curriculum have in their mind that they can only do, you know, fill-in-the-blank code, fill-in-the-blank, you know, data governance or whatever that might be. And they don't really know what opportunities are all out there, and they definitely don't know the variation of opportunities at the companies that we partner with. So it's a really great partnership for both the student who wants to learn about opportunities and the sponsoring companies who have a lot of great opportunities to share. And then, uh, so what goes on like that you, you enter into a campus, you create these people or in the club, 
So now, was it a monthly get-together, weekly? Like, what's the rhythm of what happens on a given campus? So the, the rhythm for the clubs is primarily based on what they want to do. However, we do ask that they have at least two events per semester. Um, and in addition to that, we have an opening event and a closing event that is a global event. So by global, I mean that we have a partner company who hosts an event, and we invite all campus clubs to attend that event. So that happens at the beginning and the end of the school year. Um, and then during the school year, the campus club at the individual clamp campus holds their events. So that might be an educational event. Um, it might be something about, for example, resume building. Like, how do you build your resume effectively to bring it to a career fair to talk to various companies about becoming an intern or getting a full-time job? And we help them through that um, by teaching them how to do it, how to prepare their elevator pitch, and then actually how to have that conversation walking up to a booth to someone you don't know and talking about yourself, um, which sometimes so is like hard for them. role playing like you're going Absolutely. through? Absolutely. So they're actually doing it. It's not kind of somebody at a classroom just telling them this is how you do it. Right, precisely. And it, what's really important about that with those young ladies is that um, we don't just tell them how, we show them and we work with them. So we always have a practical application associated with anything that we bring to them um, from a curriculum perspective. So now in today's world, especially in technology, where the demand for talent is so high, is this something that... Um, like, do you have to work that hard to kind of prepare them or aren't the companies just hungry for the right people? Like, wh how does that kind of dance go? So from from my perspective with the college students is, you know, they are getting a great education as it relates to the tactical work and things that they need to know to be successful in the role. But a lot of times they lack confidence. So mm -hmm. they lack the ability to have that conversation and talk about themselves They're You know, they might be shy. They don't have a lot of leadership courage. Um, so we help them feel more comfortable kind of in their skin, um, being a technologist or being an engineer or mathematician and being able to speak to that as they're talking to those companies. And you, it sounds like maybe you broaden their view some, too. It, it, what strikes me, Lee, like the show we do with supply chain, there must be a, just a ton of, of opportunity in the supply chain world. But maybe like you were mentioning earlier, uh, maybe they are thinking, no, I have to code or be an IT specialist or something. You, you broaden their, their view. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting because, um, you know, being a young college student, you think back and you kind of know what's in front of you. So they tend to lean towards those companies that, well, they might be a little bit more sexy. Right. They, they, may, they might be the popular companies or the things that they know about because that's what they see on TV or that's what they see on their Instagram or that's what they see, you know. In front of them all the time, right? But they don't know about all the other opportunities that our fabulous Atlanta-based companies provide them. And that's the great thing about partnering with Women in Technology and WIT Campus is those companies get the opportunity to be in front of a very captive audience with our WIT Campus clubs. And then I think they also, went, once they go inside the companies and they get to meet the leadership, it gives them a more personal look of, you know, the yeah. feel of those companies. And that makes all the difference in the world. Because then they can see kind of the culture of the company. And that's really where the differentiation is, right? Like, because some people want to have a certain type of culture and they want it to be maybe open. And then other people want it to be more like, <laughs> hey, just lock me in a room and give me Cheetos and Red Bull. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, 
Um, but that's part of what WIT provides is these opportunities for them to interact in person with the people who matter in order for them to make uh, educated decision. Yeah, I think the other thing is most of the companies that are partners and they bring the young campus girls in, they're, they're meeting their executives. Do you know what a lot of people would give to meet the right, executives exactly. of these companies and to be at their age and be able to do that? So that's an incredible opportunity for them as well, to be able to present themselves, talk to them, to the, a CIO or a CTO. So um, that's one of the things we really encourage. So now in this upcoming uh, WIT forum, is, this is the topic of the conversation, right? Yeah, the, the topic is about um, how to stay relevant in today's marketplace. And that's it, for people of all ages? That's for people of all ages. So the forums are a, a monthly event that WIT hosts. Um, and this one is coming up on next Wednesday, the 16th, from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Maggiano's in Buckhead. And we have some great um, panelists that will be there. Um, Brandon Eagle from Georgia Tech, Francesca Slaughter from GE Digital, Kima Small from Anthem IT, and Katie Tucker from Spencer Stewart, along with a great moderator. Moder Tamara Hall from T-Mobile, and they are going to be talking about how to stay relevant. Um, so how do you, as a, as a career woman in technology, stay relevant in today's marketplace? Um, so um, it's all about having a great, great conversation uh, with the panelists, but also with the audience as well, and they can have the opportunity to ask some great questions too. So now, um, do you have any, um, Patty, you deal with the company side of things. Do you have any tips on how to stay relevant? You know, it, yes, because uh, it, it's so funny. Every six months, tech, some new technology is introduced. Right. And it's so open source now that it's not like it used to be when I went to, you know, school, college and took coding. <laughs> and, and But it, it's a, a different way of looking at business challenges. And I think that's kind of the, the feedback I give to people. Think about technology different. Technology solves a problem. And sometimes the way you solve the problem is a lot easier than you think. The days of spending two and three years to, to code a program and, and roll it out, those days are gone. You're putting new applications out very quickly. And, and, and that's the thing I always tell young girls I coach and mentor is you're a problem solver and you just use technology to solve the problem, right? And that's what staffing really is, is we help you solve a problem with smart people with skills. Mm -hmm. And so it's just looking really differently at how you think about your career. And I think most people think what I do, I want to fix something. And that's what technology is all about. And whether it's technical or it's functional or it's, you know, it, it, it's data or quality, whatever it is, there's a need for it in every single company. So find what you're passionate about and become the best at what you're passionate about. And that's, that's, you can't go wrong. So you think it's better to uh, kind of be an inch wide and a mile deep on some uh, subject matter? You know, I think that's the challenge that's always been a little bit in IT, right? I think you're better being wide and, and more uh, globalistic in looking at how you solve a problem because technology changes. What's right. the hot application today, six months from now, is, oh, you remember back in the old days when we used <laughs> right. that? So I think it's more of staying, you know, current with trends, and those are important, but it's how, what's what's the future? What, what does it look like five years from now? Not in terms of the technology, but in terms of what will be the problems we're trying to solve. That, that'll keep so you So you have to be kind of a lifelong learner and be nimble enough right. to um, change 
change when need mm-hmm. need be. Right. Well, and that mindset will equip you for a lifetime to be able to communicate with decision makers in the organization and be relevant in the organization mm-hmm. and have a seat at that strategic table, right? That, that, so that's important as well. Exactly. And it's even even now when you talk to developers, you know, wasn't that long ago you just talk to someone where well, they're a C you know, plus developer, they can't do this, or they're this developer and can't do that. Today, because of open source development and technology, things that are similar, you can do a lot of different languages because there's similarity in the approach of how technology is pulled together. I think when you look at what are the hot topics right now, it's big data. Well, what do you do with big data, right? Big data solves problems. It's how you take data and manipulate it and leverage it and get results out of it that helps businesses drive decision process. So again, technology has to be looked at. It is the tool that helps solve problems. And 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 then you get in, introduce young women into these companies and they start telling you, here are the things we deal with. Here's the business we're in and here's the problems we solve. And that to me is what I think is exciting. And that's what I think makes you a lifelong technologist because there are always problems to solve and just different day, different (laughs) problem. And, and so those are the things that I think, again, you can have a lifelong career in technology as well. And that's the thing, the message that we give your career can be as long as you want it to be. Now, we spend a lot of time talking about the candidates. Uh, Let's talk about the businesses. What can they be doing to attract the right candidates? You know, they've got to tell their story. And one of the things I tell, uh, you know, people I I talk with inside these companies is when you're interviewing, you're selling. (laughs) You've got to talk them into coming to work for you. It's no longer the days of we've got, you know, five deep wanting this job. It's every person you talk to, they've got four or five offers. And so it's your job to tell them why they want they should come and work for you. And that's another thing that I feel like we do really well at WIT is we give uh, our young girls exposure to different companies, financial services, uh, you know, um, um, uh, every kind of Coca-Cola marketing company, UPS, Mm -hmm. you know, supply chain. There's a need everywhere. And so you need to look inside the different companies and feel the, the culture. So a lot of what they're looking for right now is the cultural fit, the flexibility. The, you know. And so companies are really looking at that now. Look at all the companies who are moving to Midtown. Why do you think they're moving to Midtown? They want Georgia Tech grads. Mm-hmm. They want the millennials. And so, you know, the, as the baby boomers are starting to think about retiring and going out of the business, there's got to be that attraction. And so uh, companies realize that. And, um, you know, NCR has made a huge investment in, in two buildings right across the street from Georgia Tech. Probably a coincidence, right? Yeah. Right. Not a lot of thought about, you know, that. But they're, that's successful for them. And, and, and so I think companies are, are really thinking about what is it that's going to bring the talent I need. And it's not just the skills anymore. It's the lifestyle. And it's the ease of, of getting there. And, and, you know, in Atlanta, everybody can almost choose where they want to go work if you're in technology. Well, I'm not going to go to Midtown. I live in Alpharetta. So uh, tell me what's in Alpharetta. That's where we're at today. Right. So the companies have to kind of do a better job. They can't just say, this is my company. I'm this big name company and they're right. going to flock to me. Right. Yeah, and and absolutely. And the great thing about some of the WIT programs is that 
um, companies do get involved at the age of the middle school or high school age with our WIT Girls program. So they um, they start to build that relationship at a very young age with those girls, providing them with opportunities and information education, but also, you know, exposure and opportunity to speak about their company and their culture. And that, of course, then leads into WIT Campus. So um, they do have that type of connection for a long term if they choose. Right, and that's a great um, a great point to make that these companies, by investing in the younger girls, they build the relationship where the girl dreams of one day down the road to work in that place. That's right. And then, it, so that that that's a game changer, right? Mm-hmm. Because now mm-hmm. they're they're aiming at that company. And then to go into those companies and meet, you know, incredible people, and it's almost like you want that visual of what I can be, right? Right. I can aspire to be that. Right. And so that's that's really what we're trying to do. So now, do you spend a lot of time talking to the companies and kind of coaching them up on how to attract these girls? And do, these are things that this is an area they like. They, These are things you should be doing and offering. Yes, we do that. And because, you know, they're they're searching, too. Right. They're, they're right. trying to say, how do we become relevant in tracking attracting yeah. talent? So, I, uh-huh. so those are things that, yeah, those are ongoing conversations we have and the value proposition around the whole. Why do you why do you support, you know, wit? Uh, because it is about not just doing the right thing and the good thing for, uh, you know, up-and-coming girls, college women, but it's how do we partner, and, and it's a win-win for everybody. And that's, and, and we encourage them to do uh, internships, sponsor, you know, sponsor uh, scholarships. Mm-hmm. So it's not one thing. It's many things right. that work for them. And then um, do you have, um, Rachel, any tips for that uh, young girl? that's now in the job force, like how can they become that tech rock star? How are they the ones that people are all vying for? Is there anything they should be doing to get ready once they graduate to, you know, kind of catapult them to success? Yeah, absolutely. I would say that there's two things that come to mind. One is to maintain that learning agility. So, you know, in school, you're conditioned, of course, to study and learn and um, be able to produce results there. But you have to take that into, you know, the workplace as well. So there's always something new to learn. Um, The second is to focus on relationships um, and to maintain relationships that you've already established. So, you know, the WIT campus program, um, they get to establish a lot of relationships with a lot of great women and executives across many different organizations that they're willing to help and mentor and coach them at, in their early careers, and they should maintain those um, and stay connected with those people that they've built relationships with and also think about who else they can continue to learn from and build relationships with. Now, when you say stay connected, I want to get a little granular here. Like, what's a way a college um, kid can get stay connected like what are they sending them emails like hey i just worked on this project like what are some of the things they can actually be doing so that they can kind of elegantly keep the relationship going sure so um it's it's amazing to me how many um high level um technologists and companies um are offer their assistance on a regular basis and they mean it Um, so you know they give out their email address they give out their phone number they say reach out they want that contact Um, and and the young ladies who do that stay connected so it's not awkward for them to reach out because you know those technologists want those young women to do that. So it's, it's easy to do. Um, the other thing is that a lot of our WIT campus 
graduates come back and volunteer as WIT campus volunteers or volunteers for WIT girls or something like that, and they have the opportunity to stay connected that way too. Right. It's uh, we uh, a lot of young people come through here, and I'm always amazed where some of them, when somebody says, "Hey, email me." Some of them are like, I'm going to email them, you know, that day, you know, thank you so much. And then, but a lot of people don't. And it's Mm -hmm. like you said, the executives are open to having Uh, these More than open. We're thirsty (laughs) for it. It, 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 It's it's like a drug to have a young person Mm -hmm. who has that kind of initiative, wants to reach out. I'll spend my whole weekend helping them because they stand out at this point for us anyway. Right. So that, too, is a mindset shift, right, to help them understand yes. these people want to help you. Right, and, that, and that's something that, that WIT does. So we help, you know, condition, so to speak, those young ladies to be Great. able to do that um, as part of the program. So, you know, our volunteers for those programs, WIT Girls and WIT Campus, also encourage that reach out. So they have volunteers on their side as well, helping them along the way. You know, if they are, are worried about what they say in an email when they reach out, we can help, you know, review that for them before they send it. So we partner with them along the way so they feel more comfortable doing exactly that. Yeah, we really try to give them every opportunity on the soft skills. Yes. Right, yeah. the networking. That's why we have so many events because there's something about being in a room full of people and you can't stand in a corner. You need to, mm-hmm. to right. you know, socialize and meet people. And so we give them those opportunities. Now you can't force it, but you give them enough of an example, lead by example, and that's what we really try to do. And it is the relationships that matter. People are going to mm-hmm. hire people at the end of the day. Exactly. They're not just looking at a resume at every level. That's right. (laughs) Every level. (laughs) All right, Rachel. So one more time, why don't you tell us again what's happening in the forum and how people can learn more and, and get there? Absolutely. So um, if you're interested in attending the forum, you can go to mywit.org and you can see um, the registration link right there on the main page to register for the event, which is next Wednesday, the 16th, at starting at 7.30 a.m. Um, it's breakfast and a great conversation. So join us there. And then the... the the people that are going to be on the panel? Yeah, absolutely. So the moderator, again, is Tamara Hall from T-Mobile. And the panelists are Brandy Nagel from Georgia Tech, Francesca Slaughter from GE Digital, Kima Small from Anthem IT, and Katie Tucker from Spencer Stewart. And the topic is staying relevant in today's fast-paced tech talent marketplace. That's right. And uh, there'll be an opportunity to network and ask these people questions. Like, this is not a them on a high horse That's talking right. this is a, an interactive conversation right the true the true definition of forum a true mm-hmm. conversation between um, the people that are at the event the panelists on the stage and and everybody that's there right good stuff well thank you both for being part of the show today thank you thank you all right this is lee Cantor for stone Peyton. we will see you all next time on wit special 